Good morning. We dedicate the learning today, Lilo Nishmas, Yaakov ben Shlomoi, whose yard site is today on the 24th of Tishrei, and Lilo Nishmas, Itabasi Abbas, or Avichil Michal Halevi, the daughter of my Rebbe, Rav Michal Zechonabrachal, whose yard site is also today, and Lilo Nishmas, all of the Kedoshim that have died recently in the, in the battle in Eretz Yisrael. And for a complete refuah shalema and a complete Yeshua for all those that need it, including Chavid Achana Basgalia, Rochel Basgalia, David Ben Bahia, Shendel Baslea, Bihir Basi Bashendel, Nas Nachman Ben Shendel, Yaakov Yeshua Ben Freindel Rechel, Shlamanisa Ben Maslav, Ram David Ben Chana, Shimon Eliezer Ben Rochel, Moishele Ben Chana Brindel, Eliana Golda Bas Hanafega, Ayala Chushana Bas Hanalea, Yisrael Ben Hanalea, Noya Nahoma Bas Galia, Hadassa Toiva Bas Noya Nahoma, Sorocho Bas Yispendel, Adiyan Bas Yispendel, Gitaganendel Bas Sipoira, Lebalea Bas Sipoira, Michal Sora Bas Hadassa, Edis Bas Miriam Brindel, David Leib Ben Shena, Avigal Brocha Bashira Dvoira, Boroch Mordechai Ben Tali, Dvoira Gila Simcha Baschava, Ruvay Mordechai Ben Chanat, Vishalem Ben Rita Beverly, Basi Kela Basamalia Malka, Chaim Yitzhok Ben Chanarifko, Yehudis Nechoma Basmirian, Fruma Bas Genessa, Doniel Yehoshua Ben Yente Freda Blima, Avivachaya Bas Estemindel, Gitalea Bas Frumet, Eliyahu ben Meryem Rus, Rachel Tzipoira bas Batshua, Shloimo ben Rivke Sprinza, David Eliyahu ben Michal, Shimon Eloza ben Michal, Ami ben Chai ben Yehudis Gila, Menachem ben Rishi Basha, Besoich Shar Choyle Yisrael. We're continuing in Hilchas Shilu HaKan, Halacha Hei, paragraph, in my version it's not marked, it's the beginning of a paragraph we just spoke about the example of Avram Avinu and Miriam Hanavia, how even though it, it seemed to them that there was going to be a Yeshua, but they realized that it's going to take a while, that the Yeshua, is, the complete Yeshua is still far away. Rav Zal continues now, a person who looks carefully, will be able to see and realize regarding Avram Avinu himself, that even afterwards, when first Avram Avinu, we mentioned in the previous year, Avram Avinu was told that from his son Yitzchak will come forth a great nation. Then Hashem tells him to go slaughter his son Yitzchak. And now Rav Zal says that even afterwards, when Hashem helped Avram Avinu, Vitzivo and Hashem instructed him, Al Tishlach Yotcha, do not extend your hand to kill your son Yitzchok. Venitzal Yitzchok, and Yitzchok Avinu was saved, takeeth Afarkach, Hoyamaharher Limtsoy Immediately afterwards, the Medrash tells us that Avram Avinu was having his doubts regarding a proper zivug for his son Yitzhak Avinu. Kamashem Rabbi Senuzal, as the Medrash says in Medrash Rabbah, 
that his, he said he at first he had waited and waited for a proper zivog for his son Yitzhak Avinu, somebody really the proper yichus. And, and now his son was already 37 years old and wasn't married yet. And he thought, maybe I'll take a, maybe we should just take any girl. And then afterwards, when Avraminu heard that on that day of the Akedah, when Yitzhak Avinu was 37 years old, Rivka was born, this great Sadekis was born, who was destined to be the wife of Yitzhak Avinu. And Avram Avinu witnessed this Yeshua, that there was a special, special woman for his son. However, the Yeshua is still far away. Because she's one day old at the time of the Akedah. And Yitzchak Avinu was already 37 years old. And then, after the Akeda, Avram Avinu returns home, and he discovers that his wife, Sora Imenu, the great Tzadik, has passed away. And he has no plot to bury her in. With all of Hashem's promises that Eretz Yisrael is going to be yours and yours and yours, and, and it's not mine. Kiyin betoirach godol. It required major, major effort on the part of Avram Avinu, whereby Hashem helped Avram Avinu through an incredible miracle to be able to, to take out the Mora Samachpela from the possession of Ephraim Achiti. Afterwards, when Hashem helped him regarding this, okay, he's able to bury his wife's sorrow. Avram Vinu had to put in tremendous effort and tefillah to search for the zivug of Yitzchok Avinu, and that she should be able to come to his home. As we find in the Chumash, in Parshas Toildois, the Torah elaborates and tells us a very, very involved story of what it took for Avram Avinu to send Eliezer to go search for the proper wife for Rivka. And he's got to go to the house of Lovan and Besuel, the worst Rishoim in the world. And he's got to be able to convince her and then convince them to allow her. Because it required major, awesome miracles to succeed in this mission. To be able to, to remove Rivka from the house of these incredibly evil, wicked people, Besuel and Lavan, to bring her to Yitzhak Avinu, to be able to bring forth children, so that the Jewish community, the Jewish nation, would be able to be brought into the world. And so too, everything that Yitzhak Avinu went through afterwards, whereby his wife Rivka didn't have children for many years, etc., and 
And then if we look further, what Yaakov Avinu went through, it was more than what everything Avram Avinu and Yitzhak Avinu went through. And every single time that there were these challenges, Hashem helped them in a very big way. However, despite the miracles and despite all of Hashem's help, the complete Yeshua was still very, very distant from them. And now Rav Nosanzal says, ato, and so too now, Badoir Hazeh, in our generation, where Hashem has already helped our forefathers to be able to bring the Jewish nation into the world. And Hashem gave us the Torah on Har Sinai, and we built the Beis Hamikdash, the Chulu, etc., etc. All of these wonderful things. And the number of good things and wonders and miracles that Hashem did for our forefathers and us are innumerable. As we say in Nishmas. If our mouths were lips with were filled with song like the sea, and if all the trees were pens, you know, etc., etc. Despite all of these successes and all of these victories, we're still very, very far from the ultimate Yeshua. A person who looks carefully at, and is really honest will see that Hashem has done wonderful things for us, great chasodim every single day and all the time. As we say in the Shema Nesrei, We thank you, Hashem, and we acknowledge the miracles that you perform for us every single day, and the wonders and the good things that happen to us all the time, in the evening, in the morning, and in the afternoon. And despite all of that, Hayeshua Hashlema Rechoika Me'itonu Ma'olim. The complete solution, the complete salvation is still very, very far from us. Because we find ourselves, unfortunately, due to our many sins, in the severe, severe exile. To the point where we feel we almost don't have any strength anymore to continue especially besides the physical exile, the spiritual exile that the Jewish people are, are going through and each and every one of us. That's the main one. As each and every one of us knows the, the sicknesses and, and the pains of our soul and, and how our spirituality is suffering so much. And despite that, 
we do see Hashem's salvation and wondrous kindness all the time. And even a person who isn't smart enough and isn't aware enough to be able to see the miracles and to see the kindness that Hashem does for us every single day, must believe that the words of our forefathers and our rabbis are definitely true. And it's our rabbis and our forefathers, these great, great rabbis of thousands of years ago, who, who, who established for us to say three times a day these words, the miracles that Hashem performs for us every single day, in the evening, in the morning, and afternoon. V'chein bekam apsukim, and so too in many sentences throughout the Torah. Ukamashikosuv, as it says in Tehillim, Boruch Hashem yoim yoim yamoslanu hokeel yishuaseinu selah. Blessed is Hashem every single day that he, he carries us and he performs great salvations for us. As it says towards the end of Eicha, Hashem's kindness is unending. Every single morning, we renew our faith in Hashem. Hashem's kindness towards us is renewed every single morning. says, take a look a little bit back in this volume, in Hilchas Sefer Torah, Halacha Dalit, Paragraph Chafalaf, Al Pasuk where Rav quoted this Pasuk, Shemi She'en Moidas, Lirois, Hishachu Sachasod, and Lois that a person who isn't smart enough to be able to see and understand and realize the kindness and the wonders that Hashem does for us every single day, has to at least believe and trust in the, in the rabbis. Who teach us that every single day Hashem performs new miracles for our eternal benefit. And that's this is what's hinted to in this pasuk itself, where it says, that Hashem's kindness is new every morning, and great is our faith. That a Jew has to have tremendous faith. That every single day, Hashem is sending upon us new wonders, new kindness. Bechinas chadosh mu'abekorim, as it says in the Pasuk there. Nemtso, so therefore we conclude, Shebe'emes anuroyim umaminim shebechol yon vayoyim oisim anashim yisborach hasodim nefloam v'yishuos nizgavos. We see and we believe that every single day Hashem is performing incredible kindnesses for us and, and salvations. However, all of these wonderful things that Hashem is doing for us 
are all in the category of us seeing the sight in the distance. We do see wonderful things all the time. We do see a Yeshua that, that the Jews are, are outlasting all of our enemies, the Romans and the Greeks. And, and the Nazis, all of these great superpowers that seemed at first to be so successful, they seem to almost succeed in wiping us out. They're all gone, gone completely. And we, the Jewish people, are still around and, and growing and thriving in many ways. Even though the final Yeshua is distant from us, we see the Yeshua with our eyes all the time. Because we see that we are able to, we're allowed to, and we're, many of us are putting on talis and tefillin every single day and fulfilling many mitzvahs. As the Gemara says, towards the end of Brachas and in several other places, that even the worst sinners are full of mitzvahs like a pomegranate is packed with pits. And this definitely is an incredible success. This is an incredible victory. This is incredible salvation that so many Jews are able to practice our religion, Baruch Hashem, because that's really the only thing that really counts and that's eternal from everything in the world. Because there will nothing will remain from everything in this world, all the materialism, all the gashmi, nothing's going to remain from it permanently other than what we're to grab every single day, to grab another mitzvah, another piece of Torah, which is our eternal life. Especially someone who's able to enjoy a, a thrill, to experience the, the taste, the real taste of Torah. Especially those people who are privileged to learn the revelations of Torah and the incredible advice of the true tzaddikim. Which means that the person is to taste, to get a taste of true das. Such a person definitely sees every single day Hashem's wonders and the, the salvations, the Yeshua's that Hashem performs for us. Avol, however, Tzorich Leida, we still have to realize and understand She'afal Pikein, despite all of these wonders and wonderful things and successes, <coughs> this is all in the same format of what Avram Avinu saw 
that he saw the holy site of the Beis Hamikdash, but he saw it far away. He saw that the final success is still far away from us. And as the Pasuk says near me, Anavi, Hashem that I, I, Hashem is, is, I, is visible to me from the distance. And based on what we are learning right now, every single one of us on our level can receive the encouragement that we need and to stand firm, to stand our ground in our relationship with Hashem, in our simcha, in our serving Hashem, no matter what we're going through. Bebechinas, as the Pasuk says in Mishle, in Eishes Chayel, mi merchak tovi lachma. She brings her bread from the distance, from far away. Lachma do oiraisa. This is referring to the bread of Torah. The Torah is called lechem. She'i'efshe lekabel eitzos ha-Torah v'avoidah it's impossible for us to be able to receive the advice of the Torah and, and true success in serving Hashem other than from the distance, meaning Hashem extends this great greeting and, and, and bracha, shalom, shalom, to the one who is far and close. Shetzrichen leida we must realize that every single detail, every single item that Hashem has helped me spiritually and materialistically, all of this help, this kindness of Hashem is coming from a far, far away place, from a very, very high place. Because based on my involvement in materialism, based on how negushim I am, based on how I'm so not spiritual, the 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 Yeshua of Hashem should is very very far from me. I'm not really so deserving of Hashem's Yeshua. As David Amel says in Tehillim in chapter twenty-two. That the words of my prayers, the words that I'm crying out to Hashem, begging Hashem to help me and to save me, it are very, very far from my solution, very far from my being saved. Meaning that I'm on a very low level and, and the, the kindness of Hashem is going to have to travel a long distance to reach me. However, Hashem's kindness is very great. And Hashem brings His bread, brings us His bread from distant, distant places. And even after Hashem has brought us His bread of Torah, even after we're to learn Torah, Shehi Yeshuasoi, which is our salvation, Adayan Hu Rochoik Moid Moid. 
we are still very, very far from Hashem. And it's only that realization, the realization that we're still very far, that's what guarantees that we'll come close. Because as all the Sforim tell us, that realization that I'm far, that's the ultimate closeness. And that leads to real closeness. Because when a person realizes that they're very far, then that person is really as close as they could possibly be to Hashem. The moment a person thinks that they're already close to Hashem, that they're already at Tzadik, then the person is very distant from Hashem. As Rabbi Nezal expresses it in the chapter on Likut Imran that we're discussing here, chapter 63 on Likut Imran. I've mentioned in the past, quoting the Baal Shem Tov, that there's a Gemara at the end of Ksubis where the Gemara says, Kol hador Yisrael, a person who lives in Eretz Yisrael, it's like they have Hashem over them. Whereas a person who lives outside of Eretz Yisrael, it's like they don't have Hashem over them. Now we know today, in our insane world, there are many people who every second word or every third word of it is like. Like, this became something, some kind of a slang in language. Like, 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 you know, like, like, like. And and the, the, the word like being, has no meaning at all whatsoever over there, really, the way it's being misused. But here in the Gemara, the Balshanta says, this is strange. It, sh- it, it could have said or should have said, whoever lives in Eretz Yisrael has Hashem over them. Kol Ador Eretz Yisrael, Kemi What's the doime? It's similar to... So the Baal Shem Tov says, Kol Hador Yisrael, any person who thinks that they're already living inside the Kedusha, inside of holiness, they think they've made it already. They're in It's like they have Hashem over them, meaning it's Dimyonot. They're imagining, they're fantasizing. They think they have Hashem with over them, but they're really very, very far from Hashem. And a person who always thinks, I'm still far from Hashem, I still have a long way to go, I'm outside, I haven't yet entered into the palace. It seems to them as if they don't have a relation, they don't have a closeness to Hashem, but they're really very close to Hashem. Any questions, please? Now Rav Nosenzal takes this whole discussion into the halacha of, of Shiluah HaKan. Paragraph Gemul. So this paragraph that we were learning till now was actually paragraph Beis. Paragraph Beis. 
כי זה ידוע ומבור בתיקונים, שהוא מרמז על גולוס וטלטול השכינה וכנסת ישראל בקלוליוס ובפרוטיוס. It's known throughout ספרי חסידוס, throughout ספרי קבולו, and especially in the תיקוני זויאר, that this פוסק is alluding to the exile, the Jewish nation being in exile, and the Shekhinah, the divine presence of Hashem being in exile. That's this bird's nest that's out in the street, outside. She'al Zenemar, it's about this, the Pesach says in Mishlei chapter 27, like a bird who wanders away from its nest, so too are we, the Jewish people, are we the Shekhinah in exile, wandering away from our true place. Hainu, And this also refers to when an individual Jew is wandering around in the exile of their soul, in their spiritual exile. And the person's out on the road. This means that the person's traveling, they're in exile, they're not in their home, they're not in their place. And this is why it says there, on any tree, this is referring to a person who has not yet succeeded in refining, in correcting the Eitz Hadas, the, 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 which is a mixture of good and bad. And that's why the Pasek says, every tree, all trees, because it's referring to a person by whom the tree of life and the tree of death are still mixed up by this person. This person doesn't have a clear direction. This person has not yet succeeded in clarifying and defining them and separating them one from the other, and staying far away from the tree of death and attaching themselves to the tree of life. Bebechinas, as the Pesach says in the beginning of Bereshis, this week's parsha, umishom yiporeid, that from there they split out. As Rabbi Nezal discusses this in chapter 8 in Likud Yimran, this splitting and separating the good from the bad. V'zehu oyal ha'aretz. And this is why the Pasuk continues there by the bird's nest, saying the person finds the, this nest either in, in any tree or on the ground. Shehi tachlis hagashmius. The ground represents the epitome of, of gashmius, of materialism. And despite the fact that this person is in exile and they're on the ground and they still haven't succeeded in separating the good from the bad, Hashem, with his infinite kindness, sends the person these chicks or these eggs, which represent the holiness of the Torah and its mitzvahs. As it says in the Tikkun Zoyar, all the way in the beginning, page one. These chicks, these little chicks, represent those who are studying Mishnah. 
oibetsim, or eggs, elu mare mikra. This refers to children who are even younger than that, who are only studying chumish. Avaladayin hakoil bekatnos, ve'enoi bishlemos. However, unfortunately, all of this is still in a, in a small state, in a low level. It's not complete. As the Tikkun elaborates there, we're speaking here about these small chicks that are in the bird's nest whose wings have not yet developed, so they can't fly yet. They can only stay in the nest, and they need that they need the mother bird to bring them food. They can't fend for themselves yet at all. And the mother bird hovers over these little chicks or these eggs. This refers to the Shekhinah, the divine spirit of Hashem, which covers over and hovers over her children, over us. As the Pasuk says in Mishlei, the mother in this context refers to the upper Shekhinah. We've spoken many times that Hashem's name, Yud Kevavke, the four letters, represent a family. The Yud is the father, the first He is the mother, the Vav is the son, and the last He is the daughter. So that first He, the two He's, represent the two Shekhinahs, the upper Shekhinah and the lower Shekhinah, Leah and Rachel. Which are Bina and Malchus. So the mother is this upper Shechina, Shehi Bechinas Klolius Shalash Rishonas. And this mother, this Bina, is a composite of Keser Chachma and Bina, of all three of them. The Tamon Itmar, about which the Zoyar Kadesh said, the Pasuk says, Bemuflamimcho Al Tidroish that we're referring to a very high level, which we're not allowed to attempt to delve into, to understand. As the Pasuk says, there's a certain level of respect for Hashem, of Hashem's honor, which must be kept hidden. What this is telling us is that the truth is that all of the good things that we experience, all the kindness of Hashem, that Hashem helps us even while we're still very far from Him, whereby we're able each and every day to grab some Torah and some mitzvahs, even though our Torah is not perfect and our performance of the mitzvahs is not perfect. Despite that, it's still very precious and very significant. And this is a major, major salvation for the person, that the person is to perform some mitzvahs every day and to learn some Torah every day. And most certainly, all of this kindness of Hashem is coming from a very, very, very high place. From far away, she brings her bread. 
שזהו בחינס והאם רויבצה סאווה פרויכם. This is the concept of the mother bird which is hovering over the chicks. שהאם בחינס בינו אימו אילו קלוליוס השלוש רישיינויס שהוא עלמא דאסקסיו כי רויבצה סאלאלו האפרוכן והבצם. This is telling us that the mother which is the sphere of בינו which is referred to as the upper mother, the upper שכינה, which represents all three spheres, which is also referred to as the hidden world, Alma de Iskasia. The Zohar Kodesh points out, we spoke about the two שכינהs, Leah and Rachel. Leah is the upper שכינה, Rachel is the lower שכינה. Leah is Bina, Rachel is Malchus. Rachel is buried outside, in the open, at the crossroads, between Beis Lechem and Ephrat. Whereas Leah is buried inside. This is the terminology that's used in the Zohar Kodesh, inside, inside the Ma'ora Samach Pela, with Yaakov Avinu. She is, and that's what the upper Shechina is referred to as Alma de Iskasia, the hidden, the covered up, the hidden one. It's on a higher level where the light has to be more hidden. She hovers over these chicks and eggs. These chicks and these eggs refer to all the good deeds that, that we, who are distant from Hashem, are still able to perform every day. The Torah and the mitzvahs that Hashem sends to ones who are as far away as us. To ones who are wandering around on the road, we're still in all the trees. We still haven't succeeded in really defining and separating the good from the bad. Such a person. Because Hashem is always thinking from the distance as to how to do good for to every single individual to turn to turn us towards real life as the pasuk says in shmuel anavi hashem is always thinking and trying to figure out ways that none of us should be rejected from him completely is here however hashem warns us don't take the mother bird together with the chicks. Don't take the mother, which represents that hidden, deep, deep knowledge, together with the chicks, which represent the good things that we're, we're, we're able to do that Hashem sends us each and every single day. Even though all everything comes from that very high place. Because it's the mother herself which hovers over these chicks and these eggs, these chicks that are not yet mature, whose bird, whose wings are not yet fully developed. 
שיוכלו להסכים בגולוס וטילטל כזה, in order to assist us, to be able to exist and, and survive in this difficult exile and through this difficult struggles. אבל אף על פי כן, אין לכל רשות לקח או אין על אבונן. However, despite that, we have no permission now to attempt to take the mother with the chicks, meaning, דהיינו שתרצה להזבוינן מיד ולהובן ולירויס תכלס הישוע, meaning, to want to try to understand now and to grab, to, 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 to try to see the ultimate salvation, to, to try to see Moshiach right now. Because despite the fact that Hashem has helped us a great deal, that Hashem has done these wonderful, wonderful things for us, which could be compared to these chicks or these eggs. We still do not have any understanding at all whatsoever regarding the mother, which means the highest level depth of thought, which means the ultimate salvation. Because the, the term mother, the term Bina in the Spheroes refers to Olam Haba, the future world, not this world that we're in right now. Vyalkein, and therefore the Torah instructs us, Shaleach Tishalach Eswein, send away the mother, meaning, Ki bemuflanimcho al tidroish, do not try to understand that which is too, too far away above us. We need to realize that we're still very far from the ultimate salvation. However, we're allowed to take the chicks. The, the mitzvahs and the aspects of Torah that Hashem sends us, which we are required to take and to be involved with them, and to try to develop them from baby level to more advanced level. That's what all of our serving Hashem in this world is really all about. However, the ultimate solution and the ultimate salvation and a real complete understanding of what Hashem is doing, <clears throat> we need to know that we're still very, very far from that. Because we still don't know anything With everything we know, we don't know anything. The Baal Shem Tov, there's a famous statement from the Baal Shem Tov that the Baal Shem Tov said, Torah Hashem Temimo, the Torah of Hashem is complete. It's complete. He compares it to a, a like a, a cup of cream, let's say, that you have in the olden days, they used to deliver 
these containers of like cream milk to a house and and no one has yet penetrated this that when, when you see that the top is whole it means no one has penetrated it at all well you date you buy today a, a container of, of cream or cottage cheese and when you open it up the top is completely smooth nothing has penetrated it yet inside at all whatsoever so the Balshanta says with all the millions of sforum that we've had over the past 5,784 years, the Torah is still complete. We haven't even penetrated the surface of it. And therefore, send away the mother bird, which means don't try to attempt, don't try to think that you understand and don't try to misinterpret any of the temporary solutions that Hashem is giving us and declare that this is this is the solution that we're we're we can, we can we're we're free already we're home free and it's only the greatest of rabbis that have the authority to tell us when we can say hallel when we can celebrate and to what degree we can celebrate and when and when we cannot yet celebrate, when we need to realize that we're still in Golas. Any questions? I have a question. Good morning, Rav. What are the press of Rabbanim saying about the mitzvah with um, what we should be doing? Because uh, I don't really have an answer from Ashkenazim Rabbanim. This is what we've been learning the, the past few, the past 55 minutes. What we should be doing is grabbing the Torah and the mitzvahs that are accessible to us, that we can grab, and to appreciate, to think about all the wonderful kindnesses that Hashem has done for us throughout all the years. And even today, in the midst of the, the terrible news and the, the pain and suffering, to be able to acknowledge and recognize that that some of us are still here and some of us are still safe and some of us are still alive and some of us are still able to go to shul and do mitzvahs and ma'as and toivim, et cetera, et cetera. And to know that there is going to be a final Yeshua, but we're not there, there yet. And if any of us was mistaken, even when we were celebrating sukkahs, celebrating and dancing, if any of us thought that, wow, this is it, it's not it yet. It's not it. We're not there yet. Moshiach is not here yet. And that's why at a wedding, which is one of the, the most happiest days in a person's life, we put ashes on the forehead of the chassan to remind him, to remind him. It's a very, very happy day. But don't forget. Don't forget that we don't have the base Samikdash. We are in egg. You're building a new home, but your new home is not a complete home because Hashem's home is not a complete home. It's this dichotomy, I believe that's the right word, two pockets. In one pocket, for a Jew to be in Simcha. When? During the nine days, on Tishabov. And, and even now, with what Kali Yisrael is going through, to be besimcha, bet on, on all the good, that, that, that this is not Nazi Germany. We, we, are, we do have places that we are allowed to live still. We're not wandering around and no country willing to accept us. It's a but at the same time, it's it's not Moshiach either yet. Moshiach is not here yet. 
So we have to scream and pray and 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 try to add another mitzvah and another mitzvah and another good deed, and especially tshuva, to try to think and, and regret mistakes we've made in the past and try to correct whatever we can. Would you say it's tikkunim, what we're going through right now? Definitely, definitely. It's all part of this process, this process of, of rectifying, of correcting the eight sadas, correcting all the mistakes that we've made throughout all the generations. Thank you, Rav. Appreciate it. Paragraph Dalit. V'zehu yikare. And this is why that chapter in the Chumash, which speaks about the bird's nest, begins with the words, if you will happen to come upon, you will happen to come upon a bird's nest. And the Gemara says, prat which means you cannot perform this mitzvah if somebody took the nest and put it next to you or put it in a place that's accessible to you. Because this warning about not thinking too deeply and not trying to understand Hashem applies only to we who are still in this state of ki kore lefanecha baderech. We're still on the road. Shadayim hu begolus v'tiltul godel. We're still wandering around. We don't have clear direction. We don't have, we're not really established solidly in our commitment to Hashem. V'ashim yizborach hikre lefono baderech. And Hashem happens to come upon the person during the person's travels while the person is bouncing back and forth from doing mitzvahs and doing averis, doing good things. One day I'm good, one day I'm less good. One minute I'm good, one minute I'm less good. So for those of us who are still in that state, that's where this rule of shaleach to shalach applies. Whereas the great, great holy tzaddikim, for whom, for them, the bird's nest is not something they happen to come upon. It's prepared. This tzaddik already struggled and worked very, very hard to serve Hashem. To the point where this tzaddik was, he doesn't happen to do a mitzvah. He's organized every single day, every minute of every day, he's doing mitzvahs. In the morning, he knows exactly what to do. He's davening chakras, talis, and tefillin. In the afternoon, he's in mincha. In the evening, he's in marav. And, and after chakras, he's learning Torah. And before chakras, he's learning Torah. And he gets up in the middle of the night, he's doing avoida. Everything is organized and well-prepared. Because the Zohar Kodesh tells us in Parshish Truma, and the Gemara speaks about it, that when a person wants to establish holiness in a place, you have to say it, you have to designate it. You have to designate, this room is designated to be a, a synagogue, a shul, and then it takes on the holiness of a shul, etc. The Gemara speaks about this, the Shulchan Aruch, and, and especially the Zohar Kodesh. So it's a, a so kedusha requires designation and preparation. So a person who has done that already solidly, 
הוא יוכל בוודאי ליקח האם עם הבונן לפי ערכוי. That person on their level can take the mother with the chicks. כי גדולי הצדיקים, because the great great צדיקים, שאצלום בחינס הקן ציפור ובחינס מזומן, whom by them, their relationship with Hashem is not haphazard. It's not, she loves me, she loves me not. Yes, no, yet it's nothing like that. Their relationship with Hashem is established and prepared and locked in. They definitely do achieve an understanding of the secrets of the Torah, which is being referred to here as the mother of the children. Any questions? All of this is obviously very relevant to what's going on today in our lives, in our personal lives, and what Kali Yisrael is going through today. In terms of knowing what is our mission, our mission is to grab, to grab whatever good we can do. Our mission is to appreciate all of the chasotim in our lives, to focus on that a lot, and thereby to be able to plead with Hashem to, to, to do more chesed and to, to put a final end to all the suffering and struggle. Question, but Baruch Hashem, we here in Yerushalayim haven't really been touched by the war. So does our being besimcha now have any value? Every mitzvah, every good deed, every good thought, every good word that every Jew experiences has value. Every mash, the Zohar Kodesh says, less rules And if we think about the people who have been touched by the, by the war, not just touched, but killed, murdered, massacred, and people who have been maimed for life, and people who have been kidnapped, and we know that that could be me, and that I don't, I know I don't deserve anything more than any of them. I'm not better than any of them in, in any way. Number one, to be able to share. The Torah speaks so much about sharing in the pain and suffering of others, number one. And number two, to recognize that without, without being touched, we are still in major, we're lost. We are lost soul. We are the lost princess that the tzaddikim are searching for to, to find us and to, to bring us back home. Those that are living in Yerushalayim today are lost. We're, we're in a Yerushalayim that's dark, that's not lit up the way, the way it could be and should be. It's not Yerushalayim. It's not where, where the inhabitants of Yerushalayim have complete respect and loyalty and devotion to Hashem and to each other. Somebody once said, if a person doesn't cry about the destruction of the Beis Hamikdash, what, what should a person do who can't cry about the, the destruction of Beis Hamikdash, who can't cry about the war? The answer is, they should cry about the fact that they can't cry. That, that's more to cry about. That's a bigger crying. That imagine how sick I am. Imagine how heartless I am that I, I'm not crying. The Jews are being massacred and beaten and killed and slaughtered and everything. And boys, 18, 19-year-old boys are being drafted, being sent to face bullets and missiles and everything. And I'm not crying. 
what am I, nuts? How, how nuts am I? How crazy, how stone-hearted am I? Hashem should take all of us out of our personal goals, put an end to the personal goals, and the, the global goals that Klal Yisrael is, is going through now. Put an end to all of the the tzoros, the tremendous tzoros that each and every family and each and every individual is, is going through. The ones who realize it and the ones who don't even realize that, that we're sick, don't even realize that, that we're, we're in a, a major tzorah. to see the Gula Shlema, the coming of Mashiach, the Binyan Beis Amitash, Ben Amen, Amen. Amen. Thank you very much.